Hi, we're back again on our third episode of the Leadership Download. Uh, my name is Cameron Singh, and back again with Travis Van Dusen. Uh, we're going to do a three-part series on the leader's mindset. So today will be part one, and we're going to be talking about how the best leaders think. Um, Craig Rochelle is coming out with a new book called Winning the War in Your Mind, and he says, your leadership is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. How you think will determine how you lead. Most people are interested in what leaders do. However, it's better to ask, how do other leaders think? And in order to do this, you want to try these three steps. Number one, you want to find a leader that is several steps ahead of you. And once you find this leader that's several steps ahead of you, you'll start to feel some type of disorientation with the wisdom that you're getting from that leader, which will allow you to shift your thinking to um, that leader that you're looking up to. And it'll stretch your capacity. Uh, Travis, do you have an experience with this to help you grow in your leadership? Yeah, oh man, this is this is probably one of the most important things, not only in my leadership, but also in my, my career has been uh, being able to develop those relationships uh, with with mentors and, and people who can who will be willing to speak into my life, um, you know, there's there are some people that you know I will never be able to pay back that have uh, spoken into my life, given me a, advice that has allowed me to uh, you know deviate and move around mistakes that they have made in the past, uh, help me to get ahead where you know they knew they they knew the the decisions that I was going to have to make before I had to make them. So finding those people who are, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight steps ahead of you, it's really key to, to being able to be a good leader and also not have to fall in all the traps that um, that most leaders fall into. So, man, mentorship is is probably the, 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 the reason why we're even here tonight talking. Yeah, and there's one leader that I, I seek a lot of mentorship in this leader is several steps ahead of me um he used to be a ceo now he's you know doing a lot of different things um in the aviation field and one thing that i noticed it always helps me to as i mentioned earlier stretch my capacity think about different things um, because learning from the ceo with the vast experience that this individual has it just i feel so disoriented but it also feels so good every time I speak to that individual. Um, and then moving on, number two, you wanna watch where you push back the most. Uh, Travis, can you shed some light on this? What is an area where you see yourself pushing back the most? Yeah, you know, I, I had been given this advice a couple of years ago that, that you know, when, when someone provides you feedback, when someone gives you some advice or gives you a thought, you know, that, that they're trying to help you, you know, Pay attention to how you respond to those items. And, you know, for me, uh, one of the things that I, I often find myself pushing back on is when someone wants to question a decision I made, especially if the decision is, is kind of inside of my, what I believe is my expertise. You know, I, I get kind of, a I, I may feel a little bit, of, not aggressive, but maybe a little bit uh, offended. I may become a little bit more defensive, but what I found is just because I feel that I may have, that may be my strength area, 
you know, I still need to take that moment and pause and ask myself, you know, why am I feeling so defensive in this situation? Because usually when we have that defensive uh, mindset with someone providing us feedback, there's usually a reason be behind it. There's usually something that we're missing. There's a blind spot that we're missing. And even if it's an area of expertise, like, like, like I just said, um, we have to take into consideration th that feedback and make sure that we're, we're at least listening to it. We're at least taking that opportunity to get that feedback. Yeah, Travis, that's something that I struggle a lot with too, is an area that I push back is this constructive feedback. Um, it's my first reaction to any type of feedback is being defensive. Uh, but I continuously have to work on that is the feedback is always to help me grow in my leadership. Another thing is also facing conflict. This is something that um, I struggle with a lot, but yet mm. I continue to uh, encounter and is facing conflict. I don't like confrontation. Uh, <laughs> I don't like any conflict. I like keeping everything smooth, things running properly. Once there's conflict, I go in my shell. But that's something I've been working on is, is in terms of uh, an area where I push back the most. Um, number three, uh, lastly, is be willing to be wrong. And this is one area that I struggle with the most because I always like to be right as a leader. Um, you know, Travis and I have been are, are general managers uh, in our different fields and organizations. Um, and you know, I like being right all the time. And I'm very <laughs> stubborn at that. Um, both professionally and personally. Um, Travis, what's one area you where you might need to challenge your thinking in order to grow? Well, for me, really, uh, I, I think it. I, I'm still working on my kind of my conflict resolution. You know, being becoming better at dealing uh, with conflict. So, in a lot of situations, um, I, I'm I'm I feel like maybe I dealt with that situation really well. And, you know, we resolved it, but often, you know, I may have a mentor or someone come, you know, come and speak to me and say, you know, well, you could have handled it a little bit better. So that's probably an area that I'm still, still working on. Because as you said, none of us like that confrontation. And um, that's so it's, it's, it's a major working progress for me. So that's kind of one area that uh, I definitely need to listen to, to more advice on. Yeah, and that's something I struggle a lot too with um, Travis is just taking that conflict head on and finding the best solution for resolving a conflict. Um, and also it's building the confidence uh, in us as leaders in dealing with conflict and confrontation. Um, because in the end, we represent the companies that we work for or organization that we work for and we have to do whatever it is to run the business, deliver the product or service that we're going for. So tackling the conflict head on will make sure that issue gets resolved and it won't be something yeah. that drags on where it could become even more toxic than it is. Um, there was a situation just earlier today <clears throat> where I had to uh, separate employment with an individual and I had to shift. I was very nervous about it. Very, very nervous because I'm new in my role here uh, and I had to shift my mindset. This is something that the business needs. It's going to help the location's future. It's going to be good for morale for the team. And once I shifted that mindset, I was impressed with my performance, how it went in that discussion, because I had a mindset of 
what I wanted. This would be good for the team. So that conversation went well in terms of conflict resolution. Awesome. You know, well, what are the other things I was I was thinking about with, you know, just kind of being willing to admit when you're wrong is, is you know, early in my in my leadership, I, I kind of felt when the when I took my first general manager position, I always felt like I always had to be the guy with all the answers. And and, and I felt like even if I didn't know the answer, I couldn't tell, you know, a subordinate or somebody who was under my leadership, I couldn't tell them, hey, I really don't know that answer. And really, you could take that in two different directions in your career. You're either going to be that guy who always tends, tries to have the answer, but often is not able to provide the resources and the correct information. So therefore, people will often get frustrated with you. And what will eventually happen is if you decide to go keep going down that track, you really begin to develop a, a relationship with your team that they, they it's really a, a, a distrust that they'll come to they'll come to a point that even when you do know what's going on and you do know what's what to do at this point they don't trust your judgment anymore so i think it's just better to sometimes just be honest you know hey i really don't know let's work on this let's figure this out together and that way at the end of the day they'd say you know what travis you know he, he will let you know when he's in uncharted territory or if he's not 100 percent sure and he, when he's 100% clear and he knows this is he's operating in his strength zone, then he is 100% clear that he knows the direction we're we need to move in. So I think that's important in establishing that in the relationship with the people you lead. Yeah, you're exactly right, Travis. You know, um, yeah, I'm in a new environment right now. And to be honest and transparent, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's a brand new environment for me. And I went up to the team. It's like, Hey, what do we need to do? Because I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, what do we need to do to change this place? Because of course there's various issues and areas of improvement and that's where they open up. Um, they told me that no one ever asked that question before because historically, you know, there were leaders in place that felt they were always right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. And, um, so moving on, we all have a leader that we admire and would learn from. Um, and, you know, some questions that I would want to ask a leader that I admire and the way they think about leadership is, one, what is the greatest regret in the area of their leadership? I would want to ask, you know, tell me about a time that you made a bad call and what, how you did, uh, how, how they recovered from that with their team. Uh, Travis, what are some that some questions that you would ask potentially? Yeah, I mean, I have I have similar questions. I actually um, adopted a, a list of questions from uh, John Maxwell, and I actually adopted a, a practice that he uses. He uh, he does something called a learning lunch every month, and I've actually started to uh, put building my schedule, especially for twenty twenty one, of being able to at least have virtual, you know, lunch and lunch and learn style meetings with. Uh, different different people who I've, I've viewed as successful. So, you know, just a few of those questions that he asked, you know, of course, you've kind of already mentioned is, you know, what's the greatest, you know, mistake? What's the greatest lesson you've ever learned? Um, you know, what's the greatest mistake that you've ever made and how did you recover from it? Um, mm -hmm. You know, what's, what's the best piece of career advice that you've ever been given? Um, another great question is, what are you learning right now? What, you know, what are you learning as, you know, the, a CEO or, or, you know, a senior leader in a company or a retired 
leader, what are you learning right now? Um, and then another question that I've, I have found extremely effective that uh, John Maxwell has always asked is, who do you know that I should know? So as you're building these relationships, you can also be building relationships with other people um, that can potentially give you um, more, you know, more advice and give you more guidance. I mean, the goal here is that we're you're, you're almost wanting to you want to take advantage of the system. You want to take advantage of this opportunity of all these people who have already lived in, and worked in the environment that you're currently in. Why would we want to make those same mistakes that they made when we can simply figure, just take the advice and, and, and simply, you know, navigate around those landmines and, and, and put us ahead, uh, put us ahead of the game, even though where they were and at, at that time, at this time in their career. Yeah, that's one thing that I enjoy, Travis. Yeah, I, I stay in touch with um, a few leaders that are well ahead above above my level and every time i'm so excited when i go out to lunch with them or have a phone call or or whatever it may be or sending them an email because i'm so excited to get their feedback and ask of course <clears throat> the challenge is asking those right questions where you're gonna get enough takeaways and i get go away from you know after meeting this person for lunch or whatever it is and you go you get that feeling of disorientation uh, but you're also very encouraged because now you have a little bit of clarity, you know, from a person that has, you know, uh, way ahead of you and they know what it's like where we're, you know, kind of our levels uh, in leadership. So it definitely yeah. helps stretch our capacity and mindset. And that's that's definitely the goal here. You know, uh, the best leaders think differently from the rest. Uh, Travis, do you have any additional thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I guess the last thing I'd really say is, um, you know, one of one of the one of the benefits uh, of having that mentorship relationship um, is that you know they will. There's there's oftentimes I've been having the discussions with someone who's you know been super successful, and 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 where you see them at that point in their career, you're, you're look you're saying, my goodness, you know, they're they're they've never done anything wrong. Like they've never made any mistakes. They're, they've, they've gotten there by, by doing everything right. But when you really start digging into and asking them questions, you realize that the same struggles that you currently are enduring are, are identical to what they also endured at one point in their career. So there's a lot of encouragement that comes out of that whole uh, conversation of understanding that, Hey, you know, I know I, I know what you're going through because I once went through it, but yet I still got to, you know, reach my goals. The the only last thing I would say is just when you when you build mentorship relationships, um, make sure you're very intentional in these relationships. I mean, we could literally spend another 45 minutes talking about just this, but uh, just you know, 30 seconds would be, you know, make sure if you're building relationships with with mentors, make sure you are respecting their time. Make sure you come prepared. Make sure that you are engaged in what they're in, in, in what's the conversation. And if you set a 30 minute limit, you know, respect that 30 minutes. Don't don't go over. You know, you'll you won't be invited back into those opportunities again if they do not see the fruit and the respect of of their labor, the, their time given to you. So 
um, I think that's really huge in being able to get them to come back to you again in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I've enjoyed um, in having discussions with, with leaders is, as, as Travis, you mentioned, is understanding where they fell short, whenever they fell short, or when they had to make those tough calls. Um, that's how you really learn, you know, the story behind that CEO, the story behind that executive or vice president or whatever it might be, that person might be, is if going through those experiences where you have to make those tough calls, have conflict, it builds your character and one, and it helps you shift your mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, this concludes part one of our series uh, of the Leadership Mindset. Uh, in the next few episodes of the Leadership Download in our three-part series, Travis and I, we're going to be discussing empowerment and investment into our people. And another episode will go through possibilities and inspiration for our people. So thank you for your time for watching today's episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.